This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey everyone, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that believes no day in history is a slow day. Today is April 12th, 2020. The day was April 12th, 1988. Onco Mouse became the first animal to be patented in the United States. Before 1980, it was believed that living things were not eligible for patenting. But while working at General Electric, genetic engineer Ananda Mohan Chakrabarty developed a bacterium that could break down crude oil, an ability that no naturally occurring bacteria had. When General Electric filed a patent application for the bacterium, the application was rejected. The Patent Office Board of Appeals affirmed this rejection. But the United States Court of Customs and Patent Appeals reversed this decision, saying that, quote, the fact that microorganisms are alive is without legal significance for purposes of the patent law. The Supreme Court affirmed the decision of the Court of Customs and Patent Appeals. In the 1980 case, Diamond versus Chakrabarty, the Supreme Court ruled that a live human-made microorganism is patentable subject matter as a manufacturer or a composition of matter. It said that the bacterium was patentable because the patent claim was not for a quote, hitherto unknown natural phenomenon, but instead had markedly different characteristics from any found in nature. The bacterium, known as Pseudomonas putida, is the first patented living organism in the world. The Chakrabarty case was a landmark one that paved the way for the patenting of other living organisms and the protection of biotechnology-related inventions. In the early 1980s, researchers at Harvard Medical School created a genetically modified mouse that was highly susceptible to cancer by introducing an oncogene that triggers the growth of tumors. The mouse could be used for studying cancer and testing therapies for cancer treatment. In June of 1984, Harvard College filed a patent application for the so-called Oncomouse in the U.S., That included the process by which the mice were produced and the mice themselves. Harvard went on to file applications around the world in countries like Australia, Canada, Ireland, Belgium, and Denmark. In 1987, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office said that, quote, non-naturally occurring, non-human, multicellular living organisms, including animals, were patentable. This paved the way for the Oncomouse's patent to be granted. On April 12, 1988, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office granted Harvard College patent number 4,736,866. The patent was for a, quote, transgenic, non-human mammal, all of whose germ cells and somatic cells contain a recombinant activated oncogene sequence introduced into said mammal, or an ancestor of said mammal, at an embryonic stage. A transgenic animal is one that contains genetic material that has been artificially inserted. Other labs were developing similar mice using different genes, but Oncomouse was the first to be patented. Harvard gave chemical company DuPont, which helped fund the research done at Harvard Medical School, priority to license the patent. DuPont began marketing and selling the Oncomouse. Researchers who viewed lab mice as shared resources took issue with this. 
animal rights groups also opposed the patenting of animals and the commercial use of the genetically engineered Oncomouse. In 2000, the U.S. National Institutes of Health reached an agreement with DuPont so that DuPont would retain commercial rights, but academic and government researchers could use Oncomouse without a fee. The Oncomouse is also patented in Europe and Japan. Since 1988, many other patents related to transgenic animals have been issued in the U.S. The patent for the Oncomouse has expired in the U.S. and other countries, though the name Oncomouse is still a registered trademark. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If there's anything I missed, please let us know. You can do so on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. You can also send us an email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks again for listening to the show and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.